Hey y'all and welcome back to the CWT podcast. I am your host T and this is Chat with T. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy this podcast, enjoy listening to my episodes and my awesome, beautiful voice, don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at the CWT podcast. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. And with that being said, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the CWT podcast. Today's episode is focusing on five self-sabotaging behaviors and how to stop them. Um, I realized I was engaging in self-sabotage behaviors when I realized I wasn't accomplishing my goals. And as we are all on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves, that comes with learning how to get out of our own way, right? Um, I know that we can't fix every issue that we have, but you know, if something is really affecting you and those around you, I definitely think that it's time to heal those issues, okay? We are actively getting right within. And in the words of Lauren Hill, how are you gonna win when you ain't right within? So with that being said, let's chat. So one of the biggest ways that we hold ourselves back, right, that we get in our own way is by avoiding conflicts. I don't mean just conflicts you have with other people. I'm talking about problems that arise at work or at home and you literally avoid it. I am someone, and I'm so guilty of this, I will take a nap to avoid what is going on, but it's like, yeah, you're taking that nap, but I'm waking up and the problem is still there. You know, and I've always been very conflict avoidant. Obviously I handle my business, but sometimes I let problems get the best of me and it's like I don't want to deal with that shit but it's like you can't run or hide from your problems for too long like eventually they're gonna catch up to you and you're gonna have to address it you're gonna have to deal with it but um avoiding conflicts I think in a sense when it comes to other people um is something you don't want to do when you are avoiding conflict with other people you know you're trying to keep the peace or you're just suppressing your emotions, it definitely is a hindrance because you're unable to speak up for yourself. So when it comes to problem solving and just dealing with others and their BS, I definitely want to advise you to start assessing the situation. You know, is it worth letting go? Have you addressed the situation before? Like, has this happened before? You know, do you feel disrespected? And I wanna be really honest with you, do not give up when it comes to the problems and conflicts that you experience in your life. I know that it is so easy to wash your hands with something, but I encourage you to try to figure out the problem and maybe if you contribute to it, you know, what is causing you to contribute to the problem. Sometimes you can be the problem. All right, I'm be honest with you. It happens. Look at it as many different ways as you can before giving up and, you know, try to solve it as best as you can. Now, I think when it comes to other people and you're someone who was conflict avoidant like me, um, when you avoid conflict, you definitely put other people through mental gymnastics. Like when you're trying to have them read your mind or when you're giving them the silent treatment, you don't give them a fair chance to rectify the issue. I don't advise you to address problems right in the moment, right? I definitely want to tell you to give it 24 hours. If you're bothered by it, address it. If not, then leave it be. 
but I never recommend addressing situations right then and there, especially since emotions and tensions may be high in the moment. Plus, if you're someone like me, you get the opportunity to gather your thoughts and present yourself more clearly when ready. When you're someone who is always speaking up for yourself and you're telling people what it is and checking people like you're supposed to, because listen, you don't want to... um go through life with letting people walk all over you and treat you however right that is literally you know how we hold ourselves back when we're just letting people talk to us and treat us any kind of way absolutely fucking not so one thing I will tell you to do when you're met with resistance and aggression is to create a distance to establish a boundary there is no reason why you should continue to tell people how you want to be treated right I'm gonna be so real with you your absence is gonna speak volumes depending on the relationship some people don't care if you don't talk to them no more but listen when it comes to certain people they're going to be bothered that you are creating a distance that you are not talking to them I'm telling you it'll create an impact right you can't make someone change their ways but you can make them miss you so with just a disclaimer I know that we've all experienced something or we've had experienced traumatic things and it truly has hurt us to the core, right? Um, I definitely want to say that your feelings are very, very valid. I'm not going to try to invalidate nobody's feelings, right? When we hold on to things, you know, our hurt and our pain, um, it interrupts every other part of our life. So that I think that is very important for us to actively heal from past situations that have occurred, you know, at the end of the day, because if we're not doing so, it can really make us so, so, so sick, not just mentally, but physically, spiritually also, right? Um, you don't want to continue throughout life, you know, carrying certain baggages with you that you are meant to drop and let go. You don't want to be someone who is so stuck in the past that you aren't able to enjoy the present and future blessings right when you're so stuck in the past you aren't able to enjoy what is right there in front of you so let that shit go so one of my favorite things to do to get in the process of letting someone go right removing them from my life from my mind from my body from my soul i recommend writing a letter to the person that has hurt you or to the people you know, whoever wronged you and hurt you. Um, and then safely, please, safely burn it, okay? And in the letter, you can write the situation. You say, dear so-and-so, um, you know, acknowledging the pain and any hurt that you've experienced. And also, if you realize that you played a role in your hurt as well, definitely acknowledge that as well. And then another way is talking to a trusted friend or colleague, um, but if necessary, if the hurt that has been caused, you know, definitely find a trusted therapist. All right. So another way that we hold ourselves back is with our obsession with social media. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm here and I'm all for a little bit of a distraction, but one of the biggest, I think, time sinks known to man is social media, right? You're scrolling on your Instagram for five minutes and then that turn is an hour, right? So many of our wants and opinions and desires are indeed influenced by social media. So I definitely think that too much social media can cause you to be out of touch with reality, right? You see this obsession to acquire and to attain so many things, but it's just like, because you see other people have it does not mean that you need to have it as well. I think that when we are out of touch with reality and out of touch with ourselves, 
right? We can't really differentiate between reality and between social media, what's real and what's not. So it causes this pressure, this unnecessary pressure, if I might say, to feel as if you have to keep others. So when you're investing so much time and effort and energy into it, it actually causes a hindrance, you know, and when you're not taking breaks from social media, you're so hyper-focused on other people and what they're doing and what you've consumed, right? And what they have also, right? And then you might start to question yourself, um, you know, why don't I have that? Why don't I look like that, right? And it creates this lack mentality. My suggestion to you, all right, you don't have to do this, but limit your timing on social media. So if you have an iPhone like me, go to the screen time settings and please, you know, set a time limit for your social media app. So you can do like, uh, maybe 10 minutes and then after 10 minutes when you're done scrolling on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or Facebook, if you use Facebook, that's cool too. After that time, it's gonna block you from doing so. And you can click give me more time, but don't do that, right? Let's have some discipline. Okay, let's click okay and just go on about our business and handle our business. Definitely breathe and take a break from what you consume from social media a lot of stuff on social media can also be very 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 overwhelming i know in 2020 um with the whole george floyd and the black lives matter i was trying to keep up with so much news but it was actually so mentally exhausting and so overwhelming definitely take a break breathe and just be very mindful of how much of something you consume um and then finally go do something that don't involve looking at your screen right go touch grass go for a walk um do something where you can rest and where you can recharge Have you heard about Anchor, the most easiest way for you to make a podcast? Let me explain. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's literally everything that you need for your podcast in one place. And did I mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Another way that we self-sabotage or engage in self-sabotaging behavior is by looking at every no negatively, right? We have this fear of rejection. So probably one of the most important things that I've learned thus far is that your best and biggest blessings, like it comes from a no, right? You got rejected from a job or an internship or maybe somebody turned you down and it makes our stomach, you know, sink kind of when we're being told no or if we're one of the ones who have to tell someone no, we probably feel like a really horrible person. And not all rejection is negative. And it's all about accepting that rejection and still moving forward, right? In that moment, like I said, it can feel like the worst thing ever, um, but it's not. And, you know, rejection is always redirection, right? You're always being redirected and pushed towards something that is a hundred times better than anything you could have even imagined. So why I really want to talk about this is because an example of self-sabotaging behavior that comes from fear rejection, right? It holds us back from stepping out of our comfort zone. And I preach up and down all day about the importance of really stepping outside of your comfort zone, trying new things and new opportunities, right? That can be beneficial to us. So when we're afraid to do that, you know, 
it holds us back from experiencing a lot of good things. When we are stepping out of our comfort zones, every area of your life will change for the better. But, you know, you have to let go of that fear of rejection or being told no or that fear of, you know, this is probably not going to go far. I don't see this having any longevity with it. It really just all boils down to closing the door on one chapter because that is what opens up a door for a new one. And I can truly attest to all the times where I thought I wanted something, but what I received was so much, it was so much better than anything I could have ever imagined. So you may ask, T, how exactly do we accept and move on from rejection? So, so far what has worked for me um, is by acknowledging the hurt and the loss, right? I'm very big on self-reflecting and introspection and sitting down and just writing things out about what I didn't receive or what I lost and how that made me feel. Another thing or another way that I think we can accept and move on from rejection is for me, I made a achievement jar. This might be kind of corny, but if you're someone who's into like little arts and crafts and you want to dazzle up your little mason jar, you can put your um, achievements um, in your mason jar. I already have two in my mason jar. And so when you are feeling discouraged or, you know, you need to remind yourself of all that you've accomplished thus far, I think this would be an awesome way to do that. Another way um, is to have resilience, right? I think resiliency is absolute key, right? You need to be able to know and understand that you're going to bounce back from the situation. And then finally, right, moving on and accepting rejection and that big no, definitely have patience, right? Continue to work hard and you just have to be rest assured that you will have what you need um, when you are ready. And finally, one of our biggest self-sabotaging behaviors is lacking accountability, especially for ourselves, right? So one of the biggest ways that we hold ourselves back from achieving our goals, from hitting milestones, is by avoiding opportunities that help evolve us. You know, when you go through life thinking all your problems are other people's faults, um, or you're not holding yourself accountable for what you said that you would do, you know, you're never going to truly grow. And I think that when we are lacking accountability, we shut ourselves off from teachable experiences. So I definitely think that acknowledging your mistakes makes room for growth, right? No one's exempt from being wrong, okay? I could be a little bit of a know-it-all sometimes, but I don't truly know it all. I learn from my experiences and that is what gives me the wisdom that I have today. And I'm gonna be real with you, it's a challenge, okay, when it comes to accountability, cause you gotta really sit with yourself like, did I really do that? Was that how I came off? And it's like, ooh, like you have to acknowledge or you have to kind of sit with the fact that you may not have made the best decisions or you may not have said the right words to someone or how whatever your situation would look like for you. Once you get over that part, honestly, it's kind of smooth sailing because I think it's just coming to terms with the fact that, damn, like I did do that or I could have done that better. You know what I mean? So I can talk about accountability all day, but I just feel like it's something that every human being needs to have. This is an ability 
that strengthens your character. So a few ways that you can be holding yourself accountable. Put your pride aside, okay? I'm gonna be real with you. Pride ain't gonna get you too far. If you see that you have messed up, definitely own up to it. When it comes to holding yourself accountable for something that you may have said or done to someone, don't half-ass your apology, okay? That whole, I'm sorry you feel that way, uh-uh. Cause you're trying to separate yourself from what has went down and the role that you've played in hurting someone is not a legit apology right acknowledge your wrongdoing wholeheartedly and don't half-ass nobody and finally if you do need an accountability partner ask your friend or someone that you trust who you know is going to help you see where you went when you went wrong you don't want a yes man because they're not going to tell you about yourself you need to have a partner or an accountability partner who was gonna tell you about yourself? Who was gonna say, you know what? No, like you fucked up or you went about that the wrong way. Don't have no yes man around you because they're gonna always be like, no, you ain't doing that wrong. They're gonna always agree with you, but they're not gonna offer a perspective um, that is different from yours, right? You don't want that around you. You want people who are gonna tell you about yourself so that you can do better the next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you haven't done so already, don't forget to follow the podcast page at the CWT Podcast. You can also check out the blog post for this week's episode on www.chatwithtea.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next Wednesday for another new episode.